At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello all. Time again for Q&A. How are you all doing? Fantastic. Hope you had a wonderful week. So, so this week's video has mainly been on the, the outing I did, called, which I elected to call the nick of time. Um, the reason for this was because on the way out, I thought I wouldn't get a job back. And then I realised I was going to get a job back. And I thought there's no way on earth I'm going to make it back. And I thought, I just might. I just might. So it really is. It's down to the wire. This thing is totally down to the wire. It's a three-parter, this one. So, um, yeah, I hope you don't get bored halfway through. But I thought I figured it would be easier to break it into three bits and um, keep them short rather than do it as one massive thing, which would just people would just probably lose interest in after the first ten minutes and then turn off. So, so what we've got to say about it this week, uh, Dale Steele says... Um, I might get my HGV license and buy a few trucks. Really, Dale? <laughs> you want to do it, mate? Oh, I'll tell you. Trucks is a war of attrition. It really is. Um, one of our drivers, new driver, admittedly, and I think he's a good driver because he's come under a bit of, uh, He got pulled and he's not strapped. So we've now got, we had a PG9. We had a prohibition order. Now, I had no idea what a prohibition order was because it's never happened to me before. And I kind of figured um, it can't be that bad because um, they basically pulled him over and said, strap your load, and then said, off you go again. Like, you know, I actually thought it was to do with the fact he had the wrong taco in, the wrong, uh, you know, the um, operator's disc. He had one that said Dunstable, and it should have said Leicester because I forgot to swap them over. No. No, now it's sort of um, letters and proving that all the drivers are told that they're supposed to strap the loads, which they are. Now we've got to the stage we're having to get um, all of the drivers to photograph every load that they do and put it on the WhatsApp before they leave. It's a war of attrition. It just keeps going on and on and on. There's an awful lot of compliance to it. And um, the truth of the matter is it doesn't take that long. That's a frustrating thing. You sort of... Open the curtains, we get a tea page, tea pieces over, chuck the straps over, 
and then bolt them up. It takes five minutes. And if you've got a strap winder, put a thing on for that. Um, yeah, I've got done a video on those for. It, literally, it's not that hard. The only thing that is kind of frustrating sometimes is when you, you put it on and you kind of think, it's like five pallets or four, four pallets up against a bulkhead. I know that's not going anywhere. And I'm going to put straps on. And I'm going to get to the other side and I'm going to take straps off. And they're really not going to do anything because I know that's not going anywhere. But it's got to be done. You've got to do it because otherwise, world of pain. So, uh, Dale, if you fancy a world of pain, mate, feel free to jump in. <laughs> you know, it's taken me four or five years to get here and I'm still going and I am still jumping through hoops of fire. But you've got to do what you've got to do, haven't you, really? So, uh, Mitch says, he said, new to the channel, but thanks for the video. He said, I'm starting off as a bedroom broker while I'm still working uh, full-time elsewhere um, until I get enough customers to try to buy an LGV or lorry. And again, again, a no license. Quick question. How did you fund the purchasing of your trucks? Do you only have DAFs as I'm looking for either an IV car or a DAF 7.5 tonne to start? But um, for the same price, you can get older, same age, 18 tonne vehicle. What would you recommend? i tell you what, Mitch, we'll do you a video. But uh, in short, I bought my lorries one at a time. I bought my, I had a van, which I then sold to buy a lorry. And then we made enough money to buy a second lorry. And then we made enough money to buy a third lorry. Um, I run four DAFs and one Mercedes. And if I had my time again, I wouldn't have bought the Merc. Merc's fine. It's okay. It's just uh, the parts are more difficult to obtain. It, it's got a jumpy clutch. It's got a kangaroo clutch in it. Something's wrong with the clutch that when it's cold, it's sort of it's no better or worse than the deaths. Um, it's just got a posh paint on the front. So, but that's my personal opinion. But I tell you what, Mitch, give us a chance, and I'll get you a video going out on that one. So. Uh, White Van Man says, "Oh, John, this makes me smile actually." A cheap travel lodge rooms have finished, um, haven't they, for the winter? When I've been looking recently, they've been expensive, more expensive than thirteen pounds is half the price of a travel lodge room. Mate, tell me about it. I've been out a few times this week. In fact, I, I, I was out three nights this week, and be, well, I was out two nights, three days. And because I haven't got a bed in my DAF, and I'm convinced the people at DAF that were um, targeted with designing the day cab had the mission statement make a day cab that works perfectly well during the day but if for some reason like snow you're stuck in it over night time make it the most uncomfortable space you could possibly think of to sleep in we put a ridge in the middle then we put a handbrake there and it's like oh because i had to do one job um and i had to deliver it in bristol i know that's right, I picked it up on Friday, had to deliver it in Bristol at um, 7 o'clock the, in the morning and then bring the empty crates back. And of course, because it was, I was a bit concerned about oversleeping, I went to bed early and then woke up at 12 and at 2 o'clock I went, I can't do this anymore. So I headed down there, I thought I'd get a kip on the way down there, I've got three quarters now kip. Trying to sleep in a day cab, oh, it's just a nightmare. Whichever position you try and turn in, something is jamming you from the side. It's like stabbing you, trying to keep you awake, like, you know. But I've got three quarters of an hour, like, you know. Um, so, uh, but then I picked a couple of um, longer jobs going out, because it's, it's quite a time of year. And I thought, well, um, I'll, get, I'll get the uh, travel lodge, like I'll do the Lenny Henry Hotel. One came in at £75, one came in at £95. And the problem that you've got, and this is something I've always said, 
I, I, I keep saying to the missus, that I'm doing my best to try and bring as much dough in as possible, and it's quiet, so I'll go anywhere. So you go anywhere, so you end up in Exeter, and then you've had to sort of, um, to get, I picked the job up in the afternoon, so I've gone as far down to Exeter as possible, then stayed in the hotel, then dropped the job off, got very good money, but then couldn't get anything coming out, so you get a Mickey Mouse job coming out, and when you actually do the maths on it, you're actually better off just staying where you are, and just doing a couple of jobs locally, than going like a million miles and getting a load of money, and then getting nothing on the way back, but um, there are different ways to, different ways to run, Sure, I've done a video on that one before on the exchange, and um, truthfully, somewhere in between. The things I, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind the collar. I don't mind the distance. I just don't want to do it for nothing. I don't want it, busy fools. You know, you want to be working smarter and not harder, and blue sky thinking, and all these other ridiculous things that they say in business that mean absolutely nothing. I'm just trying to turn a coin. That's what we say in the market. You say, oh, I want to do me, you know. I just want to go work my own some money, feed my family. It's not so much to ask, is it? We're getting there now. We're getting there. Could have done without the PG on. <laughs> right, what else we got? Um, oh, Christian Grace says Blackpool, Bristol, Blackpool, Preston. Yeah, I'm the world's worst career driver, mate. We know that. If my sat-nav goes dead in Dunstable, I, I can't find my way home. So, yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely one of those places. <laughs> uh, he also said, is this an old video? Because it still has um, paddockway signage on the curtains. No. What happened with that is on the Paint Your Wagon video, which is um, probably one of my personal favourite videos, to be honest, um, I painted the curtains with a ridiculously small tin of paint. Then I got a bigger tin of paint, painted them, and they faded back through within, well, I don't know, I think it was between 24 and 48 hours. They wasn't that. It, they lasted about a month or so, and in the end I went can't do this so you just i now have i'm driving around in a truck a badly painted paddy truck the one advantage it is is you'll know it's me you know like the the 18 van with the with the red stripes down the side or the old um the, the general lee the red sort of the grand torino type no the um starsky and hutch the grand torino you know red with the white stripes down the side well i'm in the paddy truck with a badly painted paddy weights i think me on theme tune Anybody out there is, you know, what's fancy bringing out a theme tune? I'm sure we stick it in, you know. So, um, Snap Logistics said, he said, look like a very quiet Amazon Gates. Wish you the best wherever you are right now. Uh, well, I'm obviously home right now. It was. I was dead lucky. It was um, a new-ish Amazon. And it strikes me that if you go into a newish distribution centre, I had to go into one today. I was crazy, actually. In fairness, I, I was one. Um, there was me... And then 10 minutes later, an Arctic turned up. Despite that, I was still stuck on the bay. Given the square beepy thing, has anyone had square beepy things? They look a bit like Simon, you know, that kid's, used to, that, that kids game used to play. And they'll give you it on a timer and you put it in the cab. Makes sense. And then what they do is when you're tipped, they, the computer beeps you to say that you're done. Because clearly the red and blue, the red and um, green lights down by the side of the lorry aren't enough. Although in fairness... I've seen it a lot of times where they've taken the pallets off, the shutter's gone down, the light's gone green. Yeah, you ain't done. They're counting every box. You might not be done for three quarters of an hour, so it kind of did work like, you know. But, um, yeah, but the newer systems, the, the, the um, new, brand new distribution distribution, I've got my teeth in, I? distribution centres seem to get you in and out quicker because they ain't got so much going on. 
you know, Mike Hammy said that was only two people working in this one, I seem to be so. Um, Shane Hardy says, nice to see another Life on the Road video. Looking forward to the next video instalment. Thank you, Shane. The next one and the one after. <laughs> Dragged on a bit. I try and keep them short. I don't really know where it comes from, to be honest with you. So, um, so there we go. So, right, this week's Wise Guys. Now the nonsense is out of the way. Steve Campbell, because I did do, I mean, I did actually have to do the M6 toll road. He says, I know a legal hack for the M6 toll road. Been doing it a few times a week in the last six months. It's been costing me nothing each time, apart from once when I had to, when I used a, a, fuel, a fuel car by mistake. Well, if you want to share it with the boys, well, you know, we're always very happy to hear the information, or just with me on a personal message so I can take advantage of it, and all you guys can go fend for yourself. I have to make the videos. I do this for free. You know, you work it out. Um, I'll, I'll be quite happy with that, but the chances are, probably, well, I can't be honest with you. It was nice, the M6 toll road. Stay tuned to find out what happens on the M6 toll road. <laughs> it's not that exciting. I'll give you a clue. It really is not. It's not, it's not like, you know, it's not like, it's not like a bomb going off the Queen Vic. It's really not. Um, it's real though. Um, Lord Rupert, Lord Rupert Nob says, um, "Oh right, hang on a second. Oh yes, we're on the wise guys. What does the red letter C on the road and the gantry sign mean? So that when you're going through to anything, um, if you're going through to like a congestion zone, or you're going through to the Dartford Bridge or the Dartford Tunnel or any sort of crossing, if you see a red uh, a red circle with a C, it means." As you drive over it, you get charged. You'll see a white circle with a C, which means there's a red circle with a C coming up now. So if you don't want to get charged, veer off. But what I will do, my friend, I'll do your own personal video on that one because I think that is actually worth having on the um, on a YouTube. Because I'm sure there are a load of people out there, maybe car drivers as well, don't know what's going on. It's worth knowing. So thanks for flagging that question up there. So right, the Akadas. Akadas, I'm going to have to work out how to pronounce that. The Alternative Courier Driver Awards. Now, these are um, these are the awards for, we've got to do these at the end of the year, uh, for the worst job, most chaotic wheels fell off job, most unbelievable return, you know, right place, right time, my God, I can't believe I've got that much kind of money, most convoluted on-site directions, I haven't had many for that one, I've got to be honest with you, that's the next one, uh, best paying job, strangest load, I don't know, best paying job? Uh, and now we've got... Thanks to somebody. Best burger van. I kind of thought we could do a thing because it is kind of a forum where we talk to each other. Can you recommend quality burger vans, sausage vans, all that kind of stuff um, around the country? Nice and easy parking. Actually, does a real. Like, they use they bake their own bread. That kind of nonsense. I'd like to see that one. Might be out there somewhere. So, well, anyway, John Shaw says best burger van. Baz's Burgers near Costco in Oldham. He says. Plenty of banter, and uh, sorry, plenty of banter, and a great selection of not just greasy spoon rubbish, but far too honest. He, but he's far too honest. He even asked, "Do you want the good sausages or the not so good sausages?" Not quite what he wrote, but I kind of like that. Well, in fairness, you know, it's kind of um, the you know, it's sort of obviously a decent sausage costs money. I remember there was a farmer who turned around and he said. Um, I don't eat other people's sausages because I don't know what goes into them, and I don't know, and I don't eat my own sausages because I know what goes into them. So, but you can make a nice sausage. You could grind up a bit of fillet steak, and you could put it in one of those sort of 
awfully tube things and give it a little swizzle and you know, have a fillet steak sausage. So I kind of like that. And if you turn around, and it, I, I like the fact of transparency. You can turn around to people and go, do you want the posh one? It's going to cost you more, more money, but it's really nice and the animals are happy. Or do you want the cheap one? It's not really nice. It's full of sawdust, but it fills a hole. And then you can make a choice. You know, it's good we have a choice, isn't it, really? So, At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right, miscellaneous. Miscellaneous this week we've got... I've got such a long Q&A today, you'll be pleased with that. Um, Matt Jennings says, uh, Thanks, Pete, really appreciate you taking the time, because I did a video on him for... I can't remember what one was. Last one, I think. Um, it's the next question. When do you think Euro 5 trucks will no longer be viable with all these ULEs popping up all over the shop? I've got to be honest with you, Matt. I think it's... Um, the ULES thing is becoming a pain because the amount of times I'm having to quote a job, I'm thinking, is it zone? Isn't it zone? It's all well and good if you drive around it. When they, when they put these zones up, I think they kind of focus on the fact that um, people in the area know them, so you either go and you don't. But what if you're not from the area? You're getting a job in the area and you think, oh, suddenly I've got past a camera. That's cost me 100 quid. It's kind of like a speed camera but one that you can't not speed past because you've got to drop off there. It's kind of frustrating. And also, the third age goes on. He says, the charges will not stop. Uh, Euro 5, Euro 6, Euro 7. It'll be a matter before all internal all internal combustion vehicles are charged. And you're both right. And I think that's worth a video as well in its own right. So I think I'll probably whack something out on that one, my, my um, full take on it, to be honest with you. But... Um, yeah, it's until we get to the bottom of that. We're doing, I'm, well, probably, I've done these Life on the Road videos. I'll probably do a couple side by side, like I used to. So there'll be one on the exchange or one on thoughts. And oh, I don't know. Still still trying to work it all out, to be honest with you. 
Domain A guy, my mate out there. How we doing? Old um, the trader. He says, some of these new shaped Mercedes Sprinter vans with motorway miles on, um, 2020 plates, have got 250,000 miles on them already, ex-lease, etc. He said, but they are serviced on the dot and they... Um, and we'll be seeing Mercedes Sprints with 500,000 miles being the norm before long. Problem is that people are selling houses to live in Mercedes, um, selling their houses to live in Mercedes Sprinter vans and crafters, which reduces the available stock. I'm not quite sure how many of them are like the, the Marthas out there, you know, Martha and the Van Dwellers. Um, but I, I do believe the, the vans will go on for longer, although I do also think they'll start costing you money. I still think that 300,000, the injectors have got to be changed. That's ground, and also the later the van, um, the dearer it gets in. In fact, Jeremy Hawke made a point about this. He says, he said, older vehicles, Pete. He said, over the years I have run old and brand new vans. I have always made more money out of the older vans. I rent two new long wheelbase vans at the moment, but I've just added a 16-plate Vauxhall Movano. If we had to replace an engine and a gearbox, it would still work out cheaper in the long run. The cost of new vans are now double what I would expect to budget for. It's madness, absolute madness. I remember when we were doing the markets when I was a young boy, when I was about 13, 14, so we're going back a very long time here. Um, we always had new vans. My dad would always buy new vans. Um, the thing is, we would do Milton Keynes Market or Pearly Centre Market, and we'd take two grand in a day. We'd smash it. You couldn't see the stalls go bang, 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 bang. This is in the days when to buy a brand new VW, an LT35, with a big gear stick and the engine in the middle, was 5K. Now, I'll grant you the 2K is not a profit. Probably, conservatively speaking, £500 for profit. But if you can do that twice a week, you work a month, you get a van. Now, how long have you got to work out of my van? What are they, 30000 £35,000? You've got basically got to put six months' worth of profit into one van. I don't know when the balance tipped. I don't think it's great. But, yeah, I'll take you on board, I'll take you on board your point, like, you know. I've, we always prefer to go good quality secondhand, get them up to speed, and then get them maintained. That seems to work for me. Everyone does it their own way. It's a good thing about it. You do you. Uh... Damien W says, he says, TEG price per mile. Oh, this, I think it's to do with one of these um, subscription things. Is a new way to gain the competitive edge of your business. Here is why they don't show prices, uh, the prices they sell at. They want £10 a month subscription. So this TEG price per mile must be like a rival um, exchange thing. But rather than asking silly money subscription, it's asking £10 per month subscription. Damien, I don't know much about this, but if you want to give us a bit more information, I'll gladly share it with the boys. That's what we do. Boys and girls. Girls out there too. Um, Ryan Carter says, he said, I'm looking to start my own career business. However, I'm only 19 and higher... Uh, for reward higher reward and van insurance is around 8k is this normal or are there ways to reduce costs um i'll be honest with you ryan um it's it's too many imponderables on insurance what is your license like how long have you had it how long no claims bonus where are you living where are you parking the van it's it's i mean you i mean you are definitely up against it when you're at that age the only thing i could suggest is maybe going working for a firm trying to build up a bit of insurance while trying to build up a bit of no claims bonus but like i said i did say to our ryan on the text i says um i'll throw it out with the sunday boys and um, obviously the wise guys out there and if anyone's got anything that they know that could help the young lad I'm sure we'll share the information with him because that's what we do here. Um, and finally, on the miscellaneous this week, John Hall said, there is always someone 
who's getting it cheaper, bigger, and more expensive than anyone else. John, there is always a bigger fish. There's Liam Neeson in The Phantom Menace. That's one of my favourite quotes. And in conclusion this week, um, John Shaw says, one niner rig check. I guess this is a CB thing. Does anyone ever have a CB? I mean, there was a time, again, when I was a young man, 13, 14, when dinosaurs were roaming the earth. Um, we had CBs. We kind of got a car battery and set them up in our bedrooms. It became a trendy thing just after Convoy came out on the telly, like, you know. Um, and then they made it legal, and the second they made it legal, nobody wanted one. Because when there's biscuits in the tin, where's the fun in biscuits? But does anyone still have a CB? I'd be curious to know. you got the thing... Alpha Foxtrot tea kettle barbecue, that kind of thing. And do we have handles and stuff like that? Or does everybody just text now? A mobile phone. Well, obviously not when you're driving, although you can do the voice to text thing, which is an absolute godsend. I'm very pleased with that. But, um, yeah, so that's it. I mean, lots to be going on with there. There will be a second Nick of Time video coming out this week, and there's also one on invoicing on the CX. And I've got a few questions. I'm going to have to start. I said I was only going to go down to one video a week, but to be honest with you, I've got tons to catch up on, so it'll probably be two. Uh, and plus the Sunday Q&A, which means more of me, and nobody wants more of me, least of all me. But we kind of stuck with it. So, guys... I hope you're out there, you know, it's getting, you know, warmer, lighter, clock's going back soon. We're out of January, we're out of February, we've got half a chance. Ten months to take care and take money. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.